Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Hello and welcome to episode 190. This is the 29th Reflections and Observations episode with me, Amy Rowlandson. And this is where I look over the last five episodes and share my insights, reflections and observations from those particular guests who featured on the show. And more importantly, I guess they're kind of my squirrel-like opportunities to go off on tangent and explore some of the areas that we touched on in the episodes themselves. So let's dive straight in and see where you get taken today. First up is the Queen of Behaviours herself, episode 185 with Vicky O'Farrell. Recognising that we are all different, that we each have a place in the world and value to bring, award-winning personality profiler, Queen of Behaviours, Vicky O'Farrell, helps you to understand why you do, say and react in the way you do. Vicky lives and breathes behaviours, core values and limiting beliefs. She says it's not about changing who you are. It's not about labelling others or putting people in boxes. It's about recognising, understanding and respecting our differences. It's about adapting your own style to get to the best out of those around you. And Vicky's passion and enthusiasm is contagious, inspiring all those around her to help themselves to live life in the happy lane. Are you living life in the happy lane? Do you recognise, understand and reflect why people are different to one another? If you were to look in the mirror, would you really understand yourself and what your values stood for? Curiously, just this week I've spent three days on a master coach course exploring the work of Dr Claire Graves, specifically his work on value levels and the effects they have on individuals and organisations. Values are often used by companies or individuals to focus on the positive contribution in the way they function and what are important to them and what drives them forward or away from where money, time and energy are all invested. However, values in the context I'm speaking of here are actually neutral and are values in action. The work of Graves between 1914 and 1986 focused on how people and organisations do what they do and based on a study of over 1,000 individuals over seven years, his major conclusion was that people develop coping systems in response to the needs and requirements of the environment they find themselves in. Now, unfortunately, Graves died before publishing his life's work, so the theory is spread across several papers. The course I was on was expertly led by Pip Thomas from Edge NLP. Highly recommend doing work with them. Fantastic. Pip and Jules from Edge are just fantastic. They really are brilliant. And this particular course, Pip helped us to navigate the world of values. And we looked at them and how they impact our professional and personal lives. It's definitely been one of those courses that now you have the knowledge, you wonder how you didn't know it before, and all your filters are subsequently altered as a result. I highly recommend that you explore the different values levels, and I've included a link in the show notes, just to see how they resonate with you. Which level do you identify with, and how might it affect your personal or business life? 
allow me to give you a little overview just now. There are seven original levels and another level has been added more recently. Starting with one, and I guess similar to Maslow's hierarchy of needs in that respect, it too focuses on survival. Next up is level two, which is tribal. Three is around egocentric power. Four focuses on systems and justice. Five is the entrepreneur level, focusing on achievement. Six is focused on groups and causes, people. Seven is existential. And eight is global consciousness and planetary survival. Having gone through extensive testing, my current dominant level is level six, which is people. And that could be through my family, friendships, wider communities. It makes a lot of sense because of the coaching work I do and the message that I'm spreading here via the podcast. As a level six, I continue to seek inner peace for myself whilst wanting others to be treated as fairly as I would want to be treated. Material success by itself no longer makes me as happy as it may have done before. I now have spiritual needs that need to be nurtured through the relationship that I have with others. A level six believes that everyone has a right to be nurtured and respected, that people are more important than things, and I look to tackle prejudice and inequality. Knowing your values from this perspective and having a strategy to guide you towards your desired outcomes makes life so much easier as decision making and choices are clear for you. You also then recognize the differences that other people are operating from, the levels that they work at and what they're trying to aspire to achieve. And now I really understand why I focus on sharing these messages on this podcast with everyone and why purpose is so important to me. There is a real reason why I advocate my tagline, have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. And according to Vicky, I am absolutely living life in the happy lane for sure. Listening to Vicky describe her light bulb moment where she realized that she could just turn her hobby of people watching into a career where she said, this is me, I found it. I felt the little goosebumps tingle on my arms because I know that moment. Have you experienced it? Like Vicky, it happened late to me in life. But what I'm doing now is what I've been looking for and wanting to do all my life. And it's easy to say with hindsight, yet when I look, the signs were there. I just hadn't seen them or perhaps hadn't known to even look for them. Vicky's encouraging people to live life in the happy lane as life is short. Well, it's true. Carpe diem and all that. So all the more reason to pick up on something Vicky said about being told at school that she wouldn't come to much as she talked too much. She said that we need to be careful what we say to children. Wow. The things people say to one another and the effects they have. And I'm not talking just about children to children or adults to children. I'm talking about what we say to ourselves or what's not said. It's sometimes what is not said too that can be just as impactful. Working with my coaching clients, I help them to identify the current coping mechanisms and self-limiting beliefs that they may have today that were adopted early in life to respond to various situations they experienced. And I help them to see the learnings associated with those formative memories, not only in connection to their money mindset, but also associated with their core emotions of anger, sadness, fear, hurt and guilt. What I want to pick up on is that thread that you exhibit early on in life, your strengths when you are young. And yet other people's perceptions of us make an impact and impression of us, which goes on to shape the future. 
For Vicky, what was deemed as a disruptive trait as a child was indeed misinterpreted because it was one of her strengths, that talking. And knowing that now, she recognizes that being able to use her voice to spread her message, to share the DISC model, and to help others to understand, knowing that we all have a place in the world and value to bring. It's about having absolute awareness of who you are and what makes you you. What makes you the awesome human that you are. Next up is episode 186, Conning the Con with Sarah Ferris. Have you ever been caught up in a con artist's web of deceit? If so, my heart goes out to you. What an incredible story this is. If you haven't yet tuned in, I'm not going to share the details here and give you a spoiler. But what I want to flag up is what Sarah shared, that if you don't educate yourself, you're probably going to be a really good target for someone. So despite the many red flag moments, no one could quite pinpoint what was really going on until the truth finally unraveled itself six months later. And with the trust broken, the seesaw of psychopathic drama shook the lives of two sisters living on opposite sides of the world. While Sarah Ferris can't change the behaviour of the world's oversupply of con artists and fraudsters, she can shine a light on the techniques that they use. And listening to this episode of Conning the Con may just save you from becoming the next target of a psychopath. And what is a psychopath? Listening to a book on Audible earlier this year, Why You Are Who You Are, Investigations into Human Personality by Professor Mark Leary, I heard about four of the 10 recognized personality disorders, antisocial, borderline, histrionic and narcissistic personality disorders. These are grouped together because they all involve issues around regulating emotions and control impulses that have negative effects on other people and on people's social relationships. It's a fascinating read around human personality, discussing values, beliefs, personality types, genetics, nature versus nurture genes and environment discussion. Antisocial personality disorder refers to what people would call historically psychopathic or sociopathic personalities. And according to Leary, at the broadest level, people with antisocial personality disorder regularly disregard and violate the well-being and rights of other people. This disorder is characterised by unemotional callousness and impulsive antisocial motives. People with antisocial personality disorder are rather cold-hearted people. They don't care about other people's well-being. They show very little empathy for others, rarely feeling guilty when they hurt someone. They don't consider the impact of their behaviour on other people and they don't care if they happen to do things that hurt or disadvantage someone else. When they get the urge to do something that's mean, illegal or aggressive, they impulsively do it without much regard for rules, norms or laws. So they lie, steal and cheat more than most people do. Truly terrifying. But as Sarah said, people with psychopathic traits make up less than 1% of the population Sarah and her sister make it their mission now to educate people, to highlight those red flags, the psychopathic traits, as silence allows those people to keep operating. With a mantra that if it can help one other person, it will be job done for them. And they've spoken out and recorded their own podcast called Conning the Con. So make a note of this link. I'll put it in the show notes and head over to get yourself educated with the messages that they share. Next up is episode 187, Business from the Heart with Catherine Watkin. It's funny how the world works. Catherine and I probably crossed paths 
many times over the years. However, it happened to be that our paths crossed twice within a couple of weeks, just in one month, almost two years ago now. One was where I was speaking on Anne Wilson, also known as the Wealth Chef, her stage at Heathrow at a really big event. And then two weeks later, I was a roundtable mentor, as was Catherine, for Dr. Joanna Martin at another wealth-related event. Now, our paths crossed once more, and here we are recording a podcast together. Catherine shared her 10-year journey of trying to find what it is that she wanted to do with her life. That moment that Vicky O'Farrell shared earlier, where the, the this is me moment, was what she'd been looking for. She'd been saying to herself, this is it, then realised that this isn't it. Do you have those moments? Have you had those thoughts before? That constant sinking feeling in your stomach, where you yearn for that uh, this is it moment, that uplifting feeling in the chest where your heart is bursting and you know, this is me, this is it. And after 10 years of searching for her own personal fulfilment, Catherine finally found the solution to help all the helpers, healers, servers, and the difference makers in the world to reach more clients. And when Catherine took a moment to listen to what her body had been saying, she finally understood that her purpose had been with her in her heart all along. Trusting those feelings and moving forward, she uses all of her years of expertise to help others to run their own business from the heart. And after a highly successful career of over 20 years in sales, as the UK's leading expert in heart-centered sales today, Catherine now works with business owners who are gifted and passionate about what they do, but maybe struggle in their business because they feel awkward about using traditional sales methods. Catherine teaches them how to sell in a way that feels authentic and comfortable, and more importantly, get some great results so they can grow a great business while still being true to their values. What Catherine shares here is that there is no perfect journey, that there may be some people who just know what they want to do in life and others who have to work harder to find their path of purpose and fulfillment. What does seem to be the case, though, is that your body tends to know before you do. There are signs that there are there to show you and that when you take a moment to stop, reflect and listen, that is when you understand more about who you are, what you want and why you want to do what you do. It's all about listening. Take advice from your body. Trust those feelings and keep moving forward. As long as you're moving, you'll get feedback. It reminds me of what Dr. Linda Shaw said when I was doing her neuroscience course a few months ago now, that how you make people feel is paramount to success in business. Emotion influences cognition, decision making, communication and behavior. Linda explained that growth is different for everybody, that we can't stand still. We can only go forwards. It's how we recognize what is growth. My next guest is Darren Harris in episode 188, Unblind the Mind. Having personally tackled many of life's big challenges, now double Paralympian speaker and founder of Unblind the Mind, Darren works with individuals and organizations who want a mindset shift so they can tackle their biggest challenges. And as the most capped England blind footballer, Darren brings a different perspective to those he works with, gained from his 23 years experience on the front line of elite sport, adopting his motto, the eyes are useless when the mind is blind. 
Darren has been invited to speak to many organizations across the world to coach clients looking to develop their career. And he's also co-authored a best-selling book on transforming your life. In this episode, Darren shared how growing up in the 1980s, he hadn't wanted to support England because of the racism he experienced and how it was in Euro 96 that it was the first time he actually felt proud to be English. Darren has described how racism is still 100% real and very much a challenge today, as has recently been witnessed in the Euro 2020 tournament. When we recorded this episode, England still had the semi-finals and the final to go, and no one would have foreseen what was to happen as a result of England losing in the final. On the release of this episode, literally two days afterwards, Darren tweeted a response to my post to promote the episode, which was, gosh, and I said all of that before the racist abuse following Sunday's final. If my son ever gets a chance to play international football, I'm not sure I'd encourage him to play for England anymore. What a sad reflection to have had 24 years after playing for his country. And I remember speaking to Keith Harris back in episode 32 last year, just after the death of George Floyd, and Keith saying that he hoped it would not be another full storm. Is this the case here with the racism in and around football? This is perhaps the greatest unresolved challenge that Darren has to face. He overcame cancer. He overcame losing his sight. He overcame sacrificing a job for unpaid pursuit of his passion to represent his country at Paralympic level twice and becoming the most capped England blind footballer. And yet here we are in 2021 with people still facing and experiencing racism. It's just not acceptable. Darren said we can't change how people think. Perhaps not. Yet what we can do is not give these people a voice, not allow their voice to be heard or acknowledged. The racism needs to be stamped out. I hope that Darren's message of unblind the mind is received on many levels. We all have different perspectives and maps in life, yet we still deserve respect for our differences and our uniqueness. The very fact that we are different is what makes the world an incredible place. Again, let's go back to what Vicky shared earlier, that we all have a place in the world and value to bring. We have to believe that a world without racism is possible, that we can achieve that level of peace. With this podcast, I'm taking action in working towards achieving equality, equity, diversity, inclusion. And with this in mind, I'd like to bring to your attention a powerful message posted on LinkedIn by Shelley Bridgman this week. The link to this particular post is in the show notes. Shelley says that we need leadership from politicians and our communities, but individually we have a duty to speak out and speak up. We can have a fairer, compassionate society for our children and live in a world where difference is embraced. It will not happen if we are silent. We have to create it. Yes, Shelley, we do have to create it. And small actions from individuals do make a difference. Never think you are too small or what you do is too small to make a difference. I said to Shelley that I fully support all that she shared on that post and let's continue to work towards building a compassionate society. Shelley's response was, thanks, Amy. I know you're doing splendid work through your podcast. My response back was that it never feels enough, but it's certainly one way of spreading awareness of so many important messages. What are you doing to create a fairer, compassionate society? In my final reflection today, I'm going to focus on leaning in with Alison McKenzie in episode 189. 
All these guests that I've shared today have bared their heart-centered souls in sharing their stories and why they do what they do, and Alison is no different. Struggling with menopause-related fatigue and a health misdiagnosis, Alison took time out to recognize, work out what was important to her, and reverse the diagnosis through homeopathic medicine. Leaning in with impact as her focus and trusting the journey, Alison has since stepped into being the initiator of change and now champions women over 40 by making it easy for them to thrive, enjoy a meaningful life and live a legacy they're proud of. Often described as one of the most authentic, inspiring and heart-centered souls you can meet, Alison is on a mission to improve the lives of 100,000 people and she runs a community called Women Over 40 Rocking the World. Alison said to put your hand on your heart, listen to your body and step into being the initiator of your life. It's about stepping into that journey and being the initiator of change. Alison talked about white privilege and her roles of volunteering. And I wanted to share something that I heard one of my previous guests speak about. It was Jackie Handy episode 129, Unconscious Competence. And she was speaking at the Professional Speaking Association London event recently. And she was speaking about privilege. Privilege does not make you a bad person, she said. Privilege is an advantage that you did not ask for and cannot control. However, it is what you do with your privilege that makes a difference. So knowing the privilege that you have, how can you leverage the space you have to do things a bit differently? Now, if you listen back to Jackie's story in episode 129, you'll share what has made her work in the area of diversity, equity, inclusion, and how she now applies all of her learnings in this space. And this is what I'm doing right now, here in this moment, how I'm applying my learnings and using and leveraging my privilege. Sharing with you my reflections and observations from these episodes, pulling out the learnings about how I can become a better person, how I can educate myself on areas that I may not have known about before, and how I can give a voice to those who need to be heard. This is what I'm doing. We are all different in this world. We all have value to bring. Some may not have found or created it yet, but know that it is out there and that when you know what your talent is, Share it, use it and allow yourself to shine bright. I know this podcast is just a small contribution in the grand scheme of things, but I'm working to achieve positivity, diversity, inclusion and a compassionate society. However, with the philosophy that if we can all pull together, the impact can become huge and much more effective. So what is important to you now? Are you doing something to make the changes needed? If not, why not? Alison found a way to fill her heart. She found a way to make a difference in a way that was right for her. She found a way to leverage the privilege that she has, which works for those that she's making a difference to. Be conscious of the choices you make and seek to make smarter choices. Focus on leaning in and trusting the journey. Step into being the initiator of change. As a life purpose coach and NLP master coach, I use a variety of transformative strategies to help people move from their current state to a desired state. And if you'd like to explore your value levels at a deeper level, then I'm here and able to facilitate this for you. And I can share with you how it will help you to focus on the strategy most suited to move you forward in life. So if you're ready to take action and you want to focus on why, 
reach out and book a call with me today. I look forward to hearing from you. In the meantime, continue to enjoy focusing on why and listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson, and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star Apple podcast review. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, and become a member of my inspiring, uplifting, and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. I help people to focus on their why with clarity, uniting their passion with their purpose with a plan to create the life they truly desire. If you would like me to help you focus on your why, then please book a free 20-minute coaching call via candidly.com forward slash Amy Rowlandson. And if you haven't already, please sign up for the Friday Focus weekly newsletter via my website, amyrollinson.com. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.